This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place the Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. This morning, we're going to focus on Rutherford County. Our county mayor, Bill Ketron, is our guest this morning, along with the deputy to the mayor, Steve Sandlin. And if you have questions, you can talk or text those to us, all at 615-893-1450. And obviously, we are focusing on Rutherford County, so don't send us questions dealing with Smyrna or Eagleville, or Murfreesboro, or any of those places. It's strictly Rutherford County. Bill, good morning to you. Good morning, Bart. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, Boy, this is a big positive change from last week. Yes, sir. The sunshine was beautiful coming to work this morning. I was glad to see it in the green grass. And uh, (laughs) the green grass is nice to see. And Uh what snow there is still remaining should be uh, melting pretty quickly today. Yeah, it'll all be gone by, I'm sure, by the end of this day. Well, one of the things that uh, doesn't seem to fade away, uh, we'd like for it to sometimes, are some of the issues we're having with our uh, with our uh, Middle Point landfill. I mean, that's yes, filling sir. up very quickly. It is. How, how are things going on uh, a solution for that? Well, you know, we've been working uh, very diligently, the uh, county commission, uh, we, I've been working with them, and we got them through uh, the... Uh, public works committee we put out an rfi uh, a request for information and uh, once we were able to put that together then we put out an rfp the rfp is request for proposal and uh, that was due in last week but because the county was closed i closed the county because of the bad weather we postponed it to tonight Uh, so late this afternoon at uh, 4 30 yes sir uh, 4.30, we will be opening the RFPs, uh, so we're hoping there will be uh, 15 or 20 uh, proposals that come in globally. We already know we have one from uh, Brussels in the EU uh, that has submitted a proposal and uh, other ways to handle the trash, and it's going to be interesting to see who all, what they propose to how they want to handle our trash stream for the next 25 years, so we're excited about this opportunity. No, obviously Belgium is having the same problems we're having. This is a it's universal problem. Yes, it is. It's global. So, uh, what what are some other? I, I hadn't had not even thought about some of the other ways. But uh, well, what are some of the things people are doing? What we'll see is uh, uh, probably a, a proposal to put in a state of the art composting facility. Uh, Steve and I had traveled with some of the commissioners and other city officials out to to California last year to San Jose, and we saw a state-of-the-art composting facility. We saw a state-of-the-art recycling facility where they they take in and they sort the trash. They pick it up with a knuckle boom and drop it on conveyor belts, and it sorts it between metal and aluminum and plastics, et cetera. 
we'll see some of that. We'll see uh, proposals to do curbside recycling. We'll see a proposal to come in and, and mine out our old landfill, Rutherford County, which sits right next door to Republic's landfill. Ours has been capped, if you recall. We capped it and put a clay cap on it back in the 90, late 90s. But uh, I think we'll see a, a proposal to come in and remove that dirt and dig out all of our old trash that's in the county landfill and try to recycle that and sell it off. And, um, you know, there's a, we've got 12 feet of dirt on top of that, that landfill out there that's capped. So the smell's not coming from the county landfill that people have been complaining about. Uh, they call our office and want to know what we're going to do about smell. Well, the smell's not coming from us because ours is capped. Well, what did they ever determine what's causing that smell? I, I think the city uh, had a meeting just a couple of weeks ago with, um, uh, with Republic, and I think they've, they're working on some um, co- conclusions of how they're going to address the, the odor of that methane, I don't know if it's methane gas that's that's coming up. I do do know that Republic put in about a one point two million dollar methane collection system back in the fall, but the the smell still continues to come and and depends on the the pressure and how low the ceiling is from the um, um, <clears throat> you know the sky. It 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 a lot of times will keep that smell down and it permeates people's air conditioner goes inside their house there's been a lot of complaints about that but um hopefully over the next um 30 to 60 days we'll we'll come to some kind of conclusion and award uh, a bid to one of the companies or maybe several companies um you know there's a i think we may get a proposal from a company out of california i've heard um they take anaerobic waste uh which is like food waste and they turn it into they have a refinery out in reno nevada they take from all the casinos they take all the food waste and turn it into jet fuel and uh so that's a that's a whole nother process of how to get rid of things from going into a landfill and just burying it now with republic now having the middle point landfill correct if someone else uh gets the offer Mm -hmm. for for the new project when would they begin? I mean, does this transition move into when the landfill is no, completed? No, no. If somebody comes to us and says, uh, you know, we, our proposal would be, you know, just hypothetically, I don't know what it's going to be, but some company may come in like a waste management who is competitors to the public. We say we want to come in and we want to take all that trash and put it on the train cars and ship it out. We we don't know what until we open these things this afternoon. We're, that's why we're excited about it. But irregardless of that, whatever happens today, Republic still has their facility. They're a private sector company. We can't close them down. Has been talked about. You need to shut them down. We can't do that. They're a private sector company. It would be like the government coming in and saying, Bart, you can't be in business anymore. You can't do that. They still have space that's available from somewhere between six and eight years. So they'll still continue to do what they're doing at Republic. So... They will continue to fill up Middle Point Landfill. That's correct. Yes, sir. And then once it's full and their contract ends, I know they're going to be there for a long time. They'll still have to monitor it for years and years and years after they they close it. But now what about if one of these new companies who comes in and you give the the bid to them, Mm -hmm. they're able to, to remove the mountain out there well they can remove half the mountain which is ours that was capped back in the 90s yep. but they won't be able to come in and cap 
Republic, Waste Management Republic's not going to sell that to them. So they still have that obligation to monitor that for decades to come. Their responsibility is monitored by the state of Tennessee. So all of this happens at 4.30 today, yes, the sir. opening of the of the bids. Yes, sir. Okay, that'll be an interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, there are other things that are uh, you have really uh, gotten a lot of attention with the work you've been doing to get more COVID-19 vaccinations yes, out. Yes, sir. Uh, we, we need those out. Well, I've got some uh, some some good news for, for, the, for your listeners today, and um, uh, I'm I've been very frustrated. I know that uh, LaShan Dixon, our matter of fact, she was just uh, selected yesterday. Uh, she is now going to be our permanent uh, director for the health department. Uh, LaShan Matthews Dixon, she was our interim because, if you remember, um, Dana, our former director, passed a heart attack back in the fall. And LaShan has been operating through this pandemic um, and so the offer was made to her yesterday. I got a call from the State Department of Health informing me that they made the offer to her, and she did accept. So uh, LaShan's done a super job along with with um, Chris Clark, our director of EMS, um, all of our uh, sheriff, city police, everybody has been in, engaged, even our, our um, uh, PIOs from the different cities, Murfreesboro, uh, everybody's pulled in on this on this um, on giving the vaccines, and it's been so frustrating because the state, um, when you go to sign up Genius, it hasn't been working, Bart. It's so complicated, and now the the state says that they have a new system, uh, which is more laborious. If anybody's gone on to that system and tried to sign up and get a, a an appointment, it's worse. There's three more steps than what the sign up Genius was. Different type of uh, a platform so i've been pushing uh <clears throat> my director of it uh cody york he and his team at it have developed a software program that we're going to start doing our own i told the state that if they can't do it any better then we're going to determine our own destiny here in rutherford county so i'm going to announce today that uh, we have a, a, a new website that we ask your listeners to go to and it's and it's COVIDRC, C-O-V-I-D-R-C dot com. Say that again, COVID, C-O-V-I-D-R-C, which is, stands for Rutherford County dot com. You can go online and sign up, or you can call the hotline number. This is a local number. Don't call the state number because you're, you're going to end up in Never Never Land and, and never know when you're, you're going to get a, an appointment. Our hotline number, our new hotline number, we're announcing it. I just got it a few minutes ago. 615-849-0347. So we're asking anybody that wants to get a vaccine, call this number or go online to that website. Now, you said anybody. Anybody. No matter if you're no matter what, 30 years old or... Yeah, we're, our software system is going to take you, if you call in today and you're only 30 years old and you want to sign up, we'll get you into the system and then we will call you when it's your time. Okay, so, okay. so you don't get to come in. Correct. So no. we're not holding people back from going online. Our system is going to allow you to go ahead and get signed up and then when it's your time, then we'll notify you. 
and we'll even send you a text. Well, let me ask you this, too, because I've noticed people, when you sign up to go through the health department, uh, you you get a a number or you get a place, Mm -hmm. and and you then drive through the... Uh, drive through over at the old State, State Farm. Farm building. Yes, sir. But we now have them at several drug stores. Do you need an appointment, or do you just walk into most of those? Well, you'll need to call and get an appointment based on what level is being issued. Okay, so if you go to the new Walmart, which has been one designated out on, on Joe B. Jackson, or you go to Beckman's, or you go to 12 Stones, or Las Casas, those other drug stores that have been identified, uh, even St. Thomas Hospital, you still have to go through the state system. Still have to go through state. Through okay. the state system, and they will charge you. Uh, they'll ask when you go to those other ones. If you go to State Farm, there's no charge, okay? If you go to uh, any of the other ones that I just mentioned, then they're going to ask for your driver's license and your hospitalization major medical card. And they will charge Cigna, or they'll charge, you know, whoever you have health insurance with. Uh, they'll charge them whatever it is, just like getting a flu shot, okay? So they're, they're, they're getting paid on your insurance. However, if you don't have insurance and you get on their reservation list, they can't deny you, okay? So you can still go to them. So, but I'm trying to get people quit calling the state, start calling our number, go to our website, We'll get you on the list. We'll notify you when it's your time, and and uh, and then we'll tell you, you know, 60 days from now, you'll get a phone call or a text from us and saying it's your time. So it's uh, covidrc.com. Mm-hmm. And the hotline for Rutherford County, 615-849-0347. That's correct. Now, uh, while we're looking at that, uh, there's something else that's uh, very new and, and, and probably will be a, a real benefit for a lot of folks, mm-hmm. and that is the uh, the help with the housing rental and utilities reimbursement. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We uh, we're one of, of four counties in the state because we're we're now the fourth largest county um, in the state of Tennessee, and through the U.S. Department of Treasury, um, we uh, became eligible to receive. Uh, COVID-related monies through this. It's a $10 million grant that's coming into Rutherford County, and we're in the process of getting all this set up. Uh, And so our notification date will actually go out on March the 1st. We'll make the announcement of when and how to call. But it's going to reimburse anybody that, say, lost their job, you're a waitress, and you lost your job because it anything covid related we will pay up to 12 months of your rental fees in the rears uh and any utility bills for you we can go three months forward or we can go 12 months backwards and uh, so we'll have a hotline number starting march 1st that uh and then we'll start issuing checks we will not write a check directly to you but we will, if you're behind in your rent or behind in your utility bill, once we publish this on our website, and it'll be, we'll get all the PIOs, all the cities uh, to put it on their websites as well. We'll advertise this number starting March 1st uh, that you can call directly, and we'll have a team of about 12 to 15 people on the phone bank that will start uh, seeing if you qualify 
to get your rents paid for or your utilities paid for, they will qualify you, and they will send the check directly to your landlord or to the utility. It won't come directly to you. Uh, it will go to the landlord or to the utility company, gas, water, sewer, etc. Okay. So that is uh, for those of you, and there's so many people who are in that situation. That's correct. Yes, sir. Now, you made a statement that we have not heard before. We've heard people imply that Rutherford County was the fourth largest, but there's never been anyone come out to say. We're still waiting on the census. So that's it's still not official. It, it's still not official, and we won't know those numbers. Uh, Steve's been kind of heading up the, the census issue, but we got a letter from the U.S. Census Bureau saying that we we'll probably won't have those numbers until August or September, right? Yeah, they keep moving it. It's a moving target, uh, okay. Bart. They were supposed to be certified i think it was december you know by the president and that got moved and then it was april and then it was it's just been moving it's just still going did they i know they, they still were got having, all the numbers <laughs> they, just they, they were having some hard times like everybody else but they were getting uh issues problems of, of getting people to fill out the forms did they ever get that resolved yes sir we we ended up rutherford county i think it was a little over uh it's like 98 percent so that was really, really good because we worked very, very hard on trying to get um, everybody counted, base, uh, plain and simple. Have we ever had 98% before? I mean, is that a great number? Uh, it's a fantastic number from my understanding. Uh, we were shooting for like 95, and we kind of thought it would be around 80-something percent right in the middle of all these meetings and not getting people counted, and I was just really really cringing about you know us not getting everybody counted, and then all of a sudden it just... It just happened, you know, the the lady with the Census Bureau that was helping us for Rutherford County, you know, comes in and says, Steve, I think we're at 95%. And then the next thing you know, it's looking like 98. Now, that's not official. So, we, you know, until it's official, it's not official. So uh, we're looking to, forward to seeing those numbers because we don't even have the number yet neither. So. Did they give any guesstimates based on the 98% uh, tune-in of how many people are, are living here now no sir. No, no, no sir. guesses at no. all okay so uh some they big... don't want to say neither until it's official because we'll hold them to it you know well, you said <laughs> you said you know so and, and if they said that then we're gonna we're gonna hold them to it so we can get more money that's right you know? <laughs> so they're gonna be careful about that yeah, tell you yeah. what let's do let's pause for just a moment uh we've got some text questions here we'll go to those two six one five eight nine three 1450. We're focusing on Rutherford County this morning. Some big news that uh, you're hearing about. Our county mayor, Bill Ketron, along with deputy to the mayor, Steve Sandlin, are with us. 615-893-1450. The Wake Up Crow. Weekday mornings, 6 to 750. Rutherford County's place to talk. This is Lisa Halliburton at Bell Jewelers. We're very fortunate to have some professional jewelers here. Bob Lanier, our head jeweler, and Haynes Spartman does a lot of custom design. We can do most things in-house, so you can feel confident that it's not going to be shipped out anywhere unless we notify you. This is Lisa Halliburton at Bell Jewelers. 821 Northwest Broad Street, across from Toots. 
Does your home or business need COVID-19 virus cleaning? Hi, I'm Tom Sweat from AmeriCare Services. We're a locally owned company, and we specialize in cleaning and disinfecting for the COVID-19 virus. Our EPA-registered and approved products are 100% effective at killing COVID-19. To learn more, contact AmeriCare at 893-7111 or on the web at americareservices.com forward slash coronavirus. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas' Restaurants. One of the places I love to eat out the most and still be able to do so and maintain a healthy weight is at Demas's. You can get those options on the menu online at www.demasrestaurants.com. You can make the decisions that you want to make before you come in. We have options ranging from grilled chicken to fish. You can get it with a side of green beans or spinach or even zucchini. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner at Demas's. Good morning. Traffic still moving right now here on 24 up by Elmville Road at 840s. Got some traffic there by Sulphur Springs. We saw some radar earlier. There was a couple of earlier accidents on 24 as you head up towards Bell Road. They've all been moved over to the side with just a lot of traffic flow trying to get up through that area right now. You never know when you might need them. Free at last Bell Bonds. Serving Davidson, Williamson, and especially Rutherford County. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see mostly sunny skies here this afternoon, a high around 70 degrees. Winds out of the southwest around 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 39. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County but will always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. We're focusing on the Rutherford County area today. If you have questions dealing with Rutherford County, Our phone number, 615-893-1450. County Mayor Bill Ketron is with us, along with Deputy to the Mayor Steve Sandler. A lot of new items being covered today, and at 4.30 this afternoon, you'll be opening those bids for proposals on what to do with our solid waste. How soon does that mean something's going to happen? What's what's next after you open the bids? Okay. What will happen today... um, is that uh, purchasing uh, committee will meet. It's the first time we've ever had a joint purchasing and public works committee joint meeting together. So uh, what we do, is I, I chair that committee of purchasing with the other commissioners. We will open the bids officially. It will all be televised. Um, the proposals will come in. They're open. Then we will um, I'll request a motion to accept but to uh, defer any action, uh, all the bids, and we will 
then turn around and pass the baton to the Public Works Committee, which Commissioner Mike Cush chairs with the other six members of the commission on that committee. They will take uh, accept them. We still won't. It's too laborious to go through that process also. Um, so they will accept and defer any action, and then they'll turn around and give it to a lady by the name of Becky Caldwell, which the county hired back in the fall. Uh, she formerly worked with Greater Nashville um, GNRC, yeah. uh, uh, Greater Nashville Area Council, which made up 32 counties. She was her solid waste specialist, and she went out on her own because her grant with TDAC went away and So uh, at that level, so she started her own business, and we hired her as a consultant. She will take all these proposals over the next 30 or 60 days, however long it takes her, to do a spreadsheet. And so they'll take, uh, let's say, Republic. They'll take uh, Waste Management. They'll take uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, in, any, any one of these and put them on a spreadsheet and create the matrix for the county commission uh, to look at and also to the other city mayors. Uh, we will engage the other city mayors because this is a countywide issue. It's not just a county. It's countywide. So city of Murfreesboro play a, an important part. They need a seat at the table, Smyrna, Laverne, and Eagleville, you know, because this is how we're going to handle the trash for the next 25 years in Rutherford County. So we're looking at springtime, late late April, early May, somewhere like that. Yeah, I, I would say we'll have a better idea of, of who to choose and what direction we want to go. And then even at that, if – if uh, we pick some company that wants to put in a state-of-the-art recycling facility, it'd probably still take them a year and a half to build it out and go through all the permitting and everything else. So, um, But we're much closer than we've ever been. Good, good news. Let's yes, take sir. a phone call. Good morning. You're on WGNS with County Mayor Bill Ketron. How are you today? Hello there. Good. Uh, I, had a, I had a question about the convenience centers. Yes, sir. Uh, I am allergic to secondhand smoke, and some of the employees smoke right where you put your trash or recyclables into the containers. And yes, I've sir. had reactions taking my trash mm-hmm. to the to the convenience center because of that. There's a rule or a law that prevented county employees from smoking. Uh, while they're at work uh, at the convenience centers. Well, you know, that's... We have a no-smoking policy, you know, within so many feet of, like, a a building of any county-owned building. And so uh, we'll, heck, we'll contact the uh, uh, solid waste director and have him talk to all all the employees about uh, smoking on the premises. Now, if they were to be on their break or something and walk outside that gated area or something and smoke and I, I think that would be all right but uh i agree with you not right there where you're throwing your trash away and stuff so we'll we'll get a hold of our solid yeah, waste director we'll, and get that taken care of we can address that for you they they do it right next to the to the containers sure. and i have i have had reactions That's uh right. and and i am allergic so <laughs> i just wondered if there was anything that could be done that i don't have to get sick just to sure. take my trash yes yeah, sir and right, that's so some. Uh, thank you, and thank you for bringing that to our attention. Uh, there's something else we're working on. Also, we're working with an environmental company, Bart, which is news. We already have. Uh, we're going to be addressing at least starting out with four, 
in this next year's budget. Uh, Leanna, um, Rockvale. Where else are we going, Steve? Um, Almaville. No, we're going Rockvale. Leanna, Almaville, Weekly. Weekly. Yes, sir. And uh, so we're planning on putting in new... Uh, a brand new look to our convenience centers. The one at Weekly is our busiest uh, convenience center in the entire county. It has more traffic going there because of the population. We, we're thinking right now to move it from where it currently is on Weekly down to uh, G Street, which is down by where you get your license plates um, from the county on that same track. We, we the county, own 20 acre, 12 acre, something like that. We're going to relocate that one, and we're going to make it much nicer. We'll put in ramps to where you can actually drive up onto the ramp and drop, drop, get out, open your trunk, and go over to a retaining wall and just drop your trash down into an open top instead of going uh, to an open top and trying to take a toilet and put it up over right. your head and drop it down in that in that open top. So uh, we're going to be remodeling all these and make it nicer. So we, all the all the convenience centers. We're going to start out with four. Yes, sir. In in this year's budget, we'll start with four, and then and then we have a total of fourteen. So that's our long term project. Is next year we'll do another four or five based on revenue. Uh, we went over to Williamson County and observed. Um, uh, they have a, some real nice convenience centers over there. They're nice and clean and. And the flow is just so much better than ours is kind of confusion when you pull in there. For people who are new to town, where is the weekly center? It's the most used, you say. Yes, sir. It's um, If you turn off a Nissan Boulevard, it's right right up on your left. Um, uh, you'll see the traffic. On <laughs> Weekly Road. On yes. Weekly Road. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Going to Percy Priest. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. If that's the most used, that would uh, indicate that there's well, a lot of... <clears throat> residents in that area well and, and and my goal is to convince the county commission i want to be able in this next year's budget is put more money into the budget for our convenience centers because i want to put the word convenient back into convenience centers make it convenient for the people who take their trash i want it open um instead of i want it open seven days a week right now they close it you know at the most inappropriate time and and i want it open seven days a week um, our hours we decided on was seven. Yes, uh, I think it's eight to five a Monday through Friday, and then eight to six on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Okay, we have a text here from a listener who says, "I really like the look of the renovated courthouse. It's a oh, plus you. for the community." Oh. Uh, we've taken our kids in. When will there be more of a museum? You talked about a museum. Yes, sir. When will that be finished? Well, we, we met with uh, Dr. Van West. I put uh, gave him that task. He and John Lodel, our county archivist, we had a meeting just last week. Because of 20 North is, is nearing completion, so we'll uh, right across the street to the old judicial building. We're moving IT out of the historic courthouse over across the street into 20 North. Is that the new name for the old yes, judicial sir. building? Yes, sir, because uh, that's the, the mailing address that's is the 20 North. 20 North Public Square, so yeah. it's kind of inherited the name 20 North. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we were real creative when we came up with that <laughs> so, uh, I think that was an IT thing. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, as soon as we get them out of the courthouse, we, we already have plans, been working with the, the uh, uh 
state museum they're trying to line up whatever artifacts that they're going to be able to give us uh on loan on permanent loan uh, so the offices that are occupied by it on the first floor will be moving out we'll have to go through some a uh, little bit of construction moving some walls and putting in lighting and you know it's got to be specific uv lighting that w- not uv but uh it can't be fluorescent but led it, or- uh, led lighting because mm-hmm. the fluorescent ruins any, oh, yeah, any kind right. of artifact or painting or anything like that so the the state in order for them to give us uh, artifacts that are probably rutherford generic we want uh, we want everything to be perfect, but we're looking probably the end of May. Uh, we'll have the mini uh, museum open for Rutherford County. We're going to tell our whole story. We're going to tell the story of Rutherford County from the beginning with the Indians, Revolutionary War, Civil War, First World War, Second World War, all the way up to Nissan opening their plant. And if you come up right now, we just last week put up new panels that tell some some of that history about uh, medicine, how uh, we started here early with medicine all the way to NHC, one of the larger um, hospitals or nursing facilities in the nursing home facilities in the country. Um, Talk about where we used to be a creamery, you know, Mm -hmm. because we used to have 300 and something dairy farms back in the 60s. That's all gone. Used to have the creamery. Uh, uh, Carnation had a plant down here. The smokestack's still there behind Haynes Brothers, where that plant used to be. But we want to tell our history, and uh, let uh, we'll open this up to the tourists and bring people back downtown. We're excited about it. We have a text here from a listener who says, "My great grandfather used to go over to the Black Cat Cave on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. He used to tell me great stories about it." Uh, I hope that's going to be a part of it, especially since it ties in with the Native Americans now. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, MTSU went out and, and did some uh, uh, architectural digging, went way back in the cave and found a lot of Indian artifacts. And I, I remember uh, my sixth grade teacher, Mrs. Ackerson, was married to Will Ackerson, he used to run the Firestone plant here when they were in, growing up in the Back in the 20s and early 30s, that was the place to go. Of course, during Prohibition, so they would uh, the young people would go out to Black Cat Cave and sneak in their alcohol and and I don't know how they played music back there because they didn't have electricity in there. But uh, you know that was where they went to party out there by the VA. That's kind of cool. That is cool. Here's a, a listener who's asking, and I think this is a city question, but you may know the answer. Mm-hmm. As a business owner, I pay thirty dollars per garbage can for city pickup at my business. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is attached to the water bill. Mm-hmm. Where are the funds going? And uh, we must have a surplus of dollars by now. Could you comment on that? Well, that's a city issue, and I really can't comment because I don't know. Uh, you know, i got my own budget to worry about with the county, let alone the city, so I don't know where that money's going. And and um, But <clears throat> I think that with what we're opening here uh, this afternoon, it may open the door for everybody to take a look at. You know, right now, Smyrna and Laverne and Eagleville all use private haulers to pick up their trash, uh, whereas uh, they have Murfreesboro has its own sanitation department. I'd say that's where that money's going. Um, but if, let's say, uh, uh, waste management comes in and says, we want to, our proposal tonight is we want to do curbside recycling in all four cities. Okay, that's something we'll consider. 
you know. So what's what what's the, the fees going to be? You got to pay for taking care of your trash at some point in time, and I think the city of Murfreesboro residents are already doing that. Um, so there's a chance that there could be a county-wide pickup. Well, there could be. You know, uh, how do you have curbside? You know, questions that we got to answer. How do you have curbside recycling out in the county in Rockville when there are no curbs? You know, and it's a half mile driveway. You know, it's it's a little different. <laughs> these are all issues that that we've got to to discuss. But in the future, people should be prepared, like the city of Murfreesboro. At some point in time, people are going to have to start paying something to it. getting rid of your trash for free is going to be a thing of the wayside. If you live in other parts of the country, you're, they're already having to pay for it. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. If you have a question or a comment this morning, and all through the morning we've been getting some people calling, and uh, once we put them on hold, they hang up. We, we need for you to stay on hold for just a little bit, and so be a little patient, 615-893-1450. We're going to pause, check on the weather and traffic again. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There are places where people talk, and then there are places that people talk about. News Radio WGNS is both on air, online, and on the phone. Don't let fleas get the jump on your pet. This is Amanda at Animal City inviting your family to come do business with my family. Here at Animal City, we carry a variety of flea and tick protection to use year-round to keep both your pets and your home safe. We have an extensive selection of quality products to delight pets of most species and the people who love them. We are happy to put our 30 years of pet experience to work for you. Animal City is at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. You can make a meaningful difference in 2021. KidLink Community Services is currently seeking foster parents in your area. KidLink provides free training and certification. Contact KidLink today at 877-714-1313 or KidLinkServices.com. It is important that we honor our American veterans every day. That's why Family Staffing Solutions takes great pride in saluting our local veterans here in Rutherford County. Veterans, we thank you and your story matters to us. Family Staffing Solutions, stay independent at home and in charge. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. We're talking with Glenn King, and you're a World War II veteran. During World War II... It's different than any of the other wars that we've had since. The youth of America couldn't wait until they're old enough to enlist in the armed forces. And the war was coming to an end, and I dropped out of high school and joined the Marines. How old were you when you actually enlisted? Barely 17. You also served in Korea as well. The big thing that I remember during the Korean War, I was assigned to a Marine Corps fighter squadron, VMF-144, there were two very important people there that were left over from World War II. They thought there would never be another war, so after the war ended, since they were pilots, they would stay in the reserve and once a month have a lot of fun flying the fighter planes around. They were two baseball players. One was Jerry Coleman, and then the other one was Ted Williams. You got to meet Ted Williams. Yes. What, what was he like? Very personal. You know, he was an officer and I was enlisted, so we didn't get to mingle with each other 
Jade Williams was a fighter pilot in World War II. During the Korean War, Ted Williams was the wingman for John Glenn. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. Have you experienced the nightmare of water, mold, or fire damage? Call Restoration One for a free estimate. Locally and veteran-owned. Fast and available 24-7. Join the Home Health VIP program at Restoration One for disaster prevention. Restoration One, the water damage experts. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system. WGNS listeners get $50 off. 615-930-0088. A whole house air purifier. 615-930-0088. Edwin Lee Raymer here with you. Join us on Sunday evenings from 8 until 10 for the P.I. Show right here on WGNS AM and FM. Welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're focusing on Rutherford County this morning. Rutherford County Mayor Bill Ketron, along with our deputy to the mayor, Steve Sandlin, are with us this morning. 615-893-1450. Some exciting things dealing with the COVID-19 issue. A new website to go to for strictly Rutherford County, covidrc.com. Uh, can you go to that right now? CovidRC.com. Yes, okay, and then can you call that number yes, now sir. to uh, set up your appointments? Yes, sir. We have a phone mic and, and ready to get you signed up, no matter what your age is. 615-849-0347. Now, I understand that the VA hospital is taking ages 55 plus now. Yeah, but how, you have to be they, a veteran also. Right, but how did they do that different? How, how did they do 55 plus? And I think we're at 65. Plus. We're at 65, and Metro still at uh, 70. So each county is different. It, it is, uh, because Metro has its own health department, and they don't have to listen or take direction from the state health department. Memphis has their own, Metro has their own, Knoxville has their own. Uh, we're on the verge of thinking about doing that if we can't get the state to let us do it. That's why we're kind of breaking away here how do, how do you do that do you just approve it by the county commission or county commission it? would have to do that and then of course I, there again you got to figure out okay we're getting this much money from the state right now how much money would would we have would they still continue to send that money like for phone and and you know we're paying benefits and salaries and everything else for all the other employees except for the director but then we would have to pick up the director's salary uh, and anything else, so I I haven't looked at how much revenue we do get from the from the state, but we're we're probably at that point that we want to be independent from the state and have our own health department. So unless we do that, we're under their yeah, regulation. That, that is correct. Okay, and, and obviously every county is different. Every county is um, different. And but we're unable to do anything about our difference at this time. Well, other than what we're doing here today, we're we're telling people don't go to the state website. We're we're setting up our own. Now, I don't know what kind of pushback I'm going to get from the state, but uh, we're going to take care of our own people in Rutherford County. What what kind of comments have you gotten? Have, have you told the governor this yet? I have reached out to the governor three different times and um, by text. Uh, we have a personal relationship, and he won't text me back, and I'm very disappointed in that. So that's why I'm moving forward, because 
I've got to take care of the people of Rutherford County. I can't worry about it. And, and I get it, Bart. I, I understand that the Commissioner of Health and the, and the Governor, they're looking at what's best for all the people on a global uh, uh, viewpoint, what's good for people in Lake County or Marshall County. We need to be fair and good, do the same thing for everybody and control it from the state level. But the state is, is so messed up. Now, you know, our goal is obviously herd immunity, yes, sir. where enough people have the vaccination mm-hmm. that uh, we see a dramatic decrease. And you mentioned last time you were on, at this rate, it would be three or four years before our Correct. population was inoculated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 just like what we heard today, you know, the the like Shelby County, they had twenty five hundred. It was on the news this morning, twenty five hundred vaccines that went to waste because they unthought them and didn't have people. Because of the their reservation system, they went to waste. Because once once you thaw them out, you got to give them within a certain period of time, so many hours, or other, otherwise they go bad. And they also found thirty thousand vaccines in their inventory. That's not how we get rid of this virus. The faster and the quicker way is putting shots, putting needles in people's arms, and giving the vaccine. So that's what we're doing. We're we're taking control of people in Rutherford County and call covidrc.com call 8490347 and get on the reservation we'll call you when it's time to come in but we're going to be getting as many vaccines as possible and and uh, taking care of people in Rutherford County and Bart you asked you mm-hmm. made a statement a second ago have you heard anything and and the mayor went from the state aspect of it but as far as the Rutherford Countyans we've heard over and over and over they're making phone calls saying thank you they're even saying thank you to our phone bank that uh, it has set up because we first started this in a second shot because we already had that information we had their phone number so we took that and since they weren't getting you know you're supposed to get your shot 21 or 28 days later but you don't know what that date is exactly or what time to come in or if you're going back to the same place or should we go somewhere else we've heard all the questions you know from uh even like my mom she's 81 you know and 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 you get confused and in all the information and what do i do what do i not do and so in that phone bank man we it's just been praises 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 thank you for calling me that's a real person and 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 it's a real person (laughs) that's a big it's a rutherford county person it's not somebody from you know, a foreign country or something calling you, and they're telling you, you know, hey, we're going to schedule you here. Does that work for you to get your second shot? Yes, thank you. And so then we move on from there. And then now we've started into that list and pulling lists from the state and getting them lined up on this on this first vaccination. We're actually doing it on this system that our IT department put together. We're taking care of all the reservations for St. Thomas and for MTSU. Our director, Cody York, is meeting with them tissue this morning, and he'll be there all day tomorrow and probably Saturday helping them because I think they're going to be overwhelmed and not knowing how to take care of uh, that many people, like 700 people, to get a shot. Well, one of the new groups that are into this, in addition to the 65-plus, is the fact that if you're a kindergarten through 12th teacher, grade or teacher or work with the school system. That's correct. We're taking care of all the teachers as well. So uh, that's all happening now. That phone number again, the new one, 615-849-0347. And the new website, covidrc.com, the RC for Rutherford County. We are really on the cutting edge on that. Yes, sir. 
And uh, since we're in the 65-plus range, if we start moving even faster, will we be able to drop down to 55, 45, and all of that? That's our intent right now. But, you know, we were talking to somebody yesterday. uh, Matter of fact, the former mayor, Richard Reeves, he was in the office, and he, he and his wife, Joan, went out to get their vaccination. And he was talking to people in line, and he goes, where are you from? Uh, from East Tennessee. Uh, where are you from? Kentucky. we got people coming in here. They're, they're getting online and, and getting a reservation and showing up in Murfreesboro, Tennessee to get it. Well, I'll do respect. I, it, I get it. They can't turn them away, but I want to take care of people in Rutherford County. We'll create our own herd immunity in Rutherford County. We're ready for that. Tell you what, thank you for joining us and putting this new uh, bit of positive uh, news about the COVID-19 issue. County Mayor Bill Ketron, Deputy to the Mayor Steve Sandlin, visiting with us today. Stay with us. Truman's next. Thank you. Right here.